Welcome to another episode of the JMS Podcast. Today's episode's guest is the one and only Juan Carlos Arullo. He is an artist from San Jose, California. He's also one of the owners of, actually the owner possibly, of Empire 7 Studios located in Japantown. It's a real awesome place. You can see his work throughout the city. It's great. Um, he was a great guy to talk to. Uh, definitely somebody worth checking out. Uh, uh, I will put his website on the Facebook page. So please check out the JMS Facebook page. Check it out. And I will put his info regarding the galleries uh, on there. And uh, real nice guy. Real awesome. If you're listening from iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, thank you very much. Thank you in general for listening. I really enjoy the thought of somebody out there listening to me. Some weird way, it's very therapeutic. Talk about therapeutic. I shook someone's hand recently, and she says, "Huh, your handshake is very therapeutic." I don't know what that meant. What does that mean to have a therapeutic handshake? I don't know. You tell me. You can email me at jmspodcast at gmail dot com. If you have any questions, concerns, complaints, or hey, praises, I always take them. Uh, please, please send me an email. You can follow me on Instagram. Just search for Jorge M Sanchez twenty five. And all that jazz. All right, let's go on with the with Juan Carlos Arruyo. So you had a show last night? Yeah, you have a new gallery, right? A uh, new gallery? Or is it a new gallery? No, no, I mean, I passed by your, your studio the other day. I was biking by, and I mentioned that you guys had a new um, installation, I believe. Oh, that's right. A new, yeah, yeah. So a new exhibition. Yeah, by the way, I'm not very art uh, suave when no, it comes very, to the, the, the cool. arms. Exactly, no. And um, that's actually really cool because... Um, I've been doing this. I didn't know um, for a long time any of this either. You know, um, Jennifer Ons, my girlfriend, my partner, and crime and all that. You know, and she Is went she? to San Jose State. She graduated. Um, she majored in photography. Her and her sister and and all that. So when we dated, we went and explored and all that and I learned a lot from her just by going to these shows did you go to school for art I did not you did not it was all self-taught yeah yeah well I think I I lasted maybe uh, not even a whole semester at City College San Jose City at San Jose City yeah and uh, it was fun though um <clears throat> The, the the well the only fun class was the art class <laughs> but uh, I, I did really well you know and I and unfortunately I didn't stick around much 
Or fortunately, I mean, you, you never know how life paths go by, True. you know what I'm saying? That's right. At what age did you start, you know, really figuring out that art was really your thing? Mm, I think um, that's like, you know, I know I've always enjoyed art. Uh, I've always enjoyed overall lettering. Lettering? Uh, mm-hmm. And so growing up you know you traveling from a to b commuting whether it's public transportation or what what have you 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 see it i was very i like to i'm very observant i'm looking high buildings you know lettering advertising and all that stuff so um and art before we go there lettering it's is it like with Letters with different fonts, right? Like you fonts. create your own fonts. Yeah, so lettering fonts. Okay. Like, um, what I enjoyed the most was like um, hand painted signs too. Uh, that was really um, caught my attention, you know. But you don't see, and it's because you don't see a lot of it either. And so when you would see like an old rustic, kind of almost falling apart sign, mm-hmm. uh, it shows that it's been there for a long time. So it's just history. And so I, you know, then that kind of falls into like history too. Um, I love history. Oh yeah. What kind of history? Well, I mean, is it like a certain overall whatever? Um, history, science, all that good stuff. So, uh, you know, knowing about ancestry and and culture and different different cultures as well. They have a lot of history. Yeah. So I think looking deep into any culture, you'll you'll find amazing, mm. amazing things. Are you American-born Latino? Yes. Yeah, I went through. I don't know. Like, there's a point where for the longest time, I I didn't really you know care too much for my roots. Me being Latino as well. Yeah. And it was until like last couple of years, I was like, oh, I should really look into my roots. And yeah. What part of Mexico are you Mexican? Uh yeah yeah what part of Me- what part of Mexico is your family from um Guerrero mm. yeah. oh Guerrero Guerrero that's the southern uh, yeah. tropical almost area right yeah well it's Acapulco uh-huh. they, that's the tourist uh, Guerrero is uh, the state but they were from a small town why do you think Acapulco was part of Michoacan mm, I don't know huh <laughs> I'm getting I'm mixed up sure. probably maybe they have my family's from Michoacan okay. I'm not sure if they have um, connections, and this is this is like how far off. And, and I wanted to get into this too because I should know more about my own Mexican culture too. That, that was my point. Is that, like a couple of years ago, I was like, you know what? I feel kind of bad, kind of guilty. Yeah. That I, I feel like you know I should I should be more with my culture. And, and when I was younger, my mom put me to like folklorico dancing, you mm-hmm. know, and she even put me in Aztec dancing. When I was younger, which is a little embarrassing because I was very chubby and I had to wear like those tangas, right? <laughs> right? So uh, I, I'm sure somewhere in my head I'm still traumatized of it. But it never really caught my attention. For me, it was just like, oh, something I had to do. Something my parents made me do. Something related to my family or something. But I got back and, and, and Guerrero is such rich with history. You know, especially a lot of rebellion, you know? Right? Um, unfortunately, right, right now, I think like... Uh a lot of savagery like savagery or just like you know um 
Uh, is it related uh, to the cartels? Yeah. 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 And so, and, and that's just bad. It's just the people are are basically living under a shadow, you know, and and that's tough. My grandfather died, and my mom couldn't go to the funeral because there's it's just too dangerous to go. Wow, my condolences. Yeah. Have you ever been in general? Um, I've been to Mexico, but I've never been to my own hometown where you know my my roots come from, where my mom came from, um, and I always felt guilty about that too. Mm. Um, and I think I wasn't in touch with, a, and I'm not, um, and and not to say that I'm uh, not proud of it. I'm very proud of right. where I come from, who I come from, um, but knowing uh, I just went to Peru and it was because I was fascinated with Peru oh, what part of Peru Lima or did you go to like Cusco fuimos a, a Cusco oh nice um, and um, Machu Picchu and uh, Oyentamtambo so we did a little tour isn't it amazing Machu like, Picchu like yeah. the, the architecture yeah. and considering its location and how these people yeah. you know it makes you wonder really it's ancient history yeah it makes so. you people would like to you know think of aliens and UFOs, but at the same time, people don't give human ingenuity enough credit, especially if it's like a, a different civilization. Like, yeah, 100%. They, they have be, you been? No, I, I just I'm a big National Geographic nerd. Okay. Yeah, I, I got I got like so am I. So am I. Yeah, one of my favorite magazines, really. Yeah, and it was free everywhere. Yeah, at the flea market for a quarter. So how was Peru for you? It was incredible. It was a really uh, great experience for Jennifer and I. Like we both bonded uh, incredibly. Climbing up Machu Picchu, you know, we hit, you know, uh, we hit a couple bumps. Oh, nothing major. Just because, um, like, relationship wise, or, or bumps? oh no, okay, like, uh, we went the wrong way. Because <laughs> that's the worst time to you know have emotional bumps with the, your partner is yeah. while you're climbing up oh, yeah. to no. Machu Picchu. <laughs> completely the opposite you, can, you might accidentally fall off the cliff you know yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> we joked about that <clears throat> but no it was uh, it was like we're there and you're with me I'm with you and we have like that's like no way like it just felt like I wanted to do nothing but support her and wait for her because it was, it was a tough climb for us we weren't conditioned for it mm. we love hiking and nature and all that good stuff but we weren't in that atmosphere it's thin air Mm -hmm. yeah and it was just a climb the whole way up yeah you know so it's not like just walking down a flat area you're climbing down these like a foot and a half steps so and 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 i wanted to also point out that you're right that that whole alien theory um although i'm a big fan of it and i do believe that they you know that's a whole nother um, well, we could go there because yeah, we could go there because um, I do believe there has to be other beings out there because yeah, so, um, this universe is so vast. Yeah. Um, and however, but yeah, to give human ingenuity the credit for creating such amazing temples and and an amazing if 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 and I had a guy there that was a local and he was amazing, amazing guy, um, Yori. Um, and he was so knowledgeable. I mean, he talk about embracing your culture and knowing it. I mean, um, it's what he does for a living, but he 
he's also a taxi driver but he I got to talk to him you know in Spanish and he's like you know I what are your plans and I'm like I really didn't have any particular plans and so he's like you know real quick he broke it down how maybe we could uh, get the most out of our days mm-hmm. and I would asked him how much it was it was $60 for like half a day of driving us around I was like that's awesome yeah we can we can swing that and so um he kind of helped us get to A to B and and these were 60 American dollars mm-hmm. which is big over there right because the currency is like almost like yeah, a thousand yeah. mm-hmm. right um hundreds for sure yeah hundreds. you're right I think because I know Peru has one of the uh at least on these uh, indexes of poverty lines, were most yeah in Latin America, and that that's another thing. So, uh, which yeah. is a shame because the Incan, the Incan civilization had just as much gold as the as the Aztec. Well, what is gold? But gold. You're right. That was what a stupid. That was a stupid connection I made. You're right. No, but but the point I'm trying to make though is that wealth and in, in that land, and the I'd resources like to, of that land is yeah, is well, amazing. The story, I think, and you know, from history is that they they, for me, gold is having an unlimited supply of food. That means everyone eats and no one is ever hungry. When he told me that, like, you know, that, that, like. That struck something in you, mm-hmm. huh? Because there's a lot of hungry people out there right now. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people that are working really hard, like, and the campesinos, they all have, they, they work their lands and all that, but I mean, and, and they live, that's the life they live, uh, campesino life, and. You know, in in ways you could say, oh, you envy that, but it's it's a hard life too. Mm-hmm. So they work very hard, and um, the generation right now of the Quechuas are they're still very well, you know, um, exist. But you can imagine in generations, generations, it starts to. Did Did you see a lot of Western influences there, like that, a Starbucks oh, yeah. at the top of Cusco or something? <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, well, there is, there is definitely, yeah, there is in the inner city. Um, it, it's a very tourist, very a big uh, European influence. You know, the Spanish did conquer, and all their monuments are still there. Uh, it was uh, really cool to to learn that they used the rocks from. The Inca, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, the Inca temples uh, to build their churches. <laughs> the irony, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and the the patina shows. It's you go to the temple, you see the color of the rock. It's almost the same thing. Mm. Um, so I learned a lot, and and you know I did have that speculation about alien and all that, but. Um, and somehow maybe there's still way a uh, still connection maybe that they are they were also aware uh, of of some kind of other life form, and uh, um, but I would 
I think uh, to give human civilization the credit for something like that would be... Yeah, especially in Peru. Be. There's also the Nazca Lines uh, in Peru. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, I didn't get to go there. Oh. And I just... And um, just how great or how beautiful these animal uh, figures they created, they can only really be seen if you're elevated to a certain height. So there's always a speculation of like who are they who are they drawing these things for if, if the people themselves at the ground level can't even see it. Right. And second of all, it's like why do some of these look like runways? You know, like an airport runway. Mm-hmm. So there's that speculation. But other than that, I don't know. Maybe they're just really into art and they're like, fuck it, let's just decorate this <laughs> land with, with beautiful animals. Like, like, well, why can't it be not be something that simple? It's true. You know what I'm saying? People and you, are doing it now. I see yeah. there's artists doing it on beaches and they're drawing in the sand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know more than I would because you, you do uh, several kinds of art, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, your murals? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, Which I, I paint murals too and I curate murals. Um, every did you chance ever, I can. Did you ever run into that trouble of people accusing you of like tagging or anything like that? Or do you always go the proper way and be like, hey, well, I, they I don't need have to accuse me because I'll straight out tell them, yeah, I, I was a tagger. Yeah. You know, when you were younger, I'm a tagger at heart. I'm, you know, <laughs> tagger, tagger at heart. Tagger for life, you know. There you go. Um, and, you know, we should embrace that now because there's people I mean it's very you know it's just a touchy subject for me just because it's been my my life like mm-hmm. you know I how, you know when you ask me how did I get into art I guess I got in, into art at a very early stage if people consider graffiti art now but I didn't you know I just saw a thing you know my cousin influenced me <clears throat> to start tagging and so once he did that, I just never stopped and got in trouble, you know. Yeah. And Hit up walls, fences, railroad tracks, rooftops. Rooftops. You name it. Yeah. And were these like designs or were these letterings as well? You know, you kind of just—it's a little bit of everything. Maybe a straight letter, maybe a bubble, but um, did it for a while when I was younger, you know. And I guess that was that was that's that's always been a huge influence on what I do now because a lot of these artists are are the same they have it's it's not a trendy thing it's not like oh they they did the graph because it was cool hmm. no they did it because they they do it because they love it and and that influenced them to become artists in some cases you know um and so there's so much influence out there there's uh from this um, culture into the art world now, that's it's pretty cool. It's mm-hmm. amazing. That's you know, kind of like never been done. What was the point that you saw this as a career? Uh, I think maybe a f- few years now, because the gallery when we first started, I I was just. You know, I was just a guy with the clubhouse, to to be honest, and yeah, and then a friend, and we did we definitely tried to be as professional as possible, but I don't think I was at that mind state either. I've grown a lot from running this business. Really, it's, you know, I have because um, I just I one you had I had to make the decisions like, am I gonna 
do I love this and do I want to take it serious? Do I want to take it to the next level? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's the next step. And um, I just, I, I'm like, yeah, I really like it. I love this. I love it. I love working with the artists, I, you know, that I'm working with and um, putting these shows. Yesterday, it, you know, it's always like, oh, yeah, it's a lot of work. But I got to sleep in today. <laughs> I called in sick. Yeah, I was too tired. I, was yeah. just, I couldn't. I didn't even sit down once. I think yesterday maybe. And, but, and then I actually once we finished wrapped the exhibition, the exhibition at our place. I went to go see uh, the homies Opsky Chan, Mega mm. Abusive. Um, are these the guys from Isolated Wax? Are these fellow artists? Fellow artists, yeah, yeah um, rap musicians, yeah. Uh, uh, rappers over at uh, Johnny B's. Johnny last B's. Night, last night, it was pretty pretty awesome. Nice. <laughs> so after I don't know how many hours I worked at the gallery, I went over there and had a couple beers and, you know, yeah. who, supported the homies. Who are some of your inspirations when it comes to when you art? For art, um, really, I like to look deep for my own art I think uh, this ancient history is one of my biggest influences I think depending on what I'm painting I guess it, is there, it always has to is there a specific ancient area history that you'd, you'd look more into the it's like a lot of the there's different stuff that I that I, that I you know paint um, but a lot of the sketch work that I that I'm doing is definitely influenced by uh, ancient cultures, you know, and spirit spirituality. Um, I just watched a video earlier. It was pretty crazy to hear an another artist say that this is the same kind of art that they're creating. Again, it's from Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, Mexico City, and you can imagine why they would be influenced by so so much ancient cultures because of. The monuments and and the history that they actually have so I feel like uh, in spirit in the spirit world and and and, and rec someone said to me the other day like we're just reincarnated versions and people mm -hmm. in other words we, other souls live within us because of our DNA's and just our past you know and so and sometimes I wonder about that and I, I you know I trip out on that I'm like because some of these things that I sketch I'm just imagining them they're uh -huh. coming right out like you know out of nowhere so and then it develops into something that I'm like I, I want it to be this sun god or something like that you know? okay yeah do you ever look into like Diego Rivera um I've seen his work um I think I'm inspired by I think art in general. Mm. Just you to to not look at something whether you love or hate it. It's um, you you got to look at it for either because you love it or because you hate it. <laughs> I don't know. It's um, but I feel like you can learn from everything. What to do, what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in art, there's you know not really one way to do things. No, yeah. not at all. Not at all. You can do whatever you, you, you want. You gotta, gotta, you know, just do it. I think art has proven that. Like, uh, itself, it's, you can do whatever you want. <clears throat> There's like a toilet in the museum of 
art in San Francisco, so. Are you born and raised in San Jose? Yeah. You grew up here? Yeah. I moved around. Uh, I grew up uh, in, in, um, in the East first, and then... East Coast or East Bay? No, uh, East San Jose. East San Jose. Always San Jose. <laughs> Always yeah. San Jose. Okay. Always San Jose. But I moved from East to the South and then. Okay. So just kind of, yeah. The suburb back to. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, because I, I was living in the South Side over there by um, Round Table. Hmm. Branham? Over by, uh, past Branham, even. Past Branham? Yeah, over by Eden Bell and all that stuff over there. Kind of nice suburb, and then not yeah. a little, little mix of everything. Your family moved. What did your dad do? My mom moved. So I never have met my dad. Okay, so you live with your mom. So I've always lived with my mom. Um, my mom raised me along with my siblings. How many siblings do you have? Six. Six. Wow. Yeah. But I think only like four of us, or including. Yeah, I think only four of us were living with her for huh. a while. And you're the middle? I am the youngest of the son. The youngest of the sons. The, the, sons. the baby of I the guess, sons. I guess, yeah. yeah. And then I also have one kid sister, so she's the baby. Oh, so what did your mom do to take um, care of you guys? Worked. Yeah. Just worked uh, two jobs, I think, from if she had to. But, um, yeah, I don't think she did. I don't, I don't even remember what she did, to be honest with you. I guess nothing that really stuck out. It was cool when she worked at the at a factory. She did a lot of cannery work. Mm, you yeah, know, she worked at the cannery. It's over here on uh, Foothill on the east side. My mom, she works for the school district Mopitas, You know, packaging the food for the kids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So she like kind of similar. It's almost like a cannery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're. Basically doing packaging, yeah. So yeah, and that's the same. and when you were younger, you, were you doodling? Uh, no. no. I think I I I don't think I was really <clears throat> drawing so much. I think I just if anything was studying letters. I I would study letters a lot when I was younger. Does that mean you were reading a lot too? No, oh. I haven't been just, horrible just, read. Never just the letters, huh? <laughs> just fonts. Just the fonts. I would practice, you know. Um, what is it about fonts that captivated you feel? Well, one was because I wanted to study them in order to create them. Mm. Um, so that was one. And once you start kind of getting into that, then you just, it's so unlimited to, like, you can create this very robotic almost cybertronic I don't know funky uh, you know letter like and and not many people will understand it but those who who do it will mm. um, so it's almost like you're always trying to create the the new you know or something cool looking or whatever so I always just studied and doodled dude I always doodled and I always just uh, practice my type. And have you seen the change in art here in San Jose? Because I feel there's a lot more. Huge. Uh, huge especially huge. with the murals being drawn in downtown. Mm -hmm. I, th I think it's great. I, are you taking part of that? 
we're not really doing downtown so much. Not so much. Um, I know that uh, I know a couple people that are exhibition district is. Mm-hmm. I know um, AD gallery is, and so and they have been too for a while. Um, but and I think that's that's pretty much the only people really that that are activating wall space down there, which mm-hmm. is cool, man. I mean. You know, San Jose needs art, and um, if we can help each other out, I think it's, it's going to be the ultimate goal to make any city triumph as a city. You know, a lot of people think that it's kind of like a my name's on this and it is great to be able to put your name on something and say yes I was part of that I helped create that I I mean I can't that's one of the best feelings I ever had you know Um, but I think at this point where right now San Jose is growing a lot of people are working to make San Jose a vibrant cultured city I think San Jose has been one of those places where in a way we're very against other people doing things and like can you elaborate on that other people um I would just want to say like like and it I want to say myself included sometimes like say oh well I don't want like just it's easy to just be like no I'm not gonna go to that you know and like last night it could have been really easy for me to say I'm not gonna go to that to the Johnny to the, V's to the Johnny V show uh-huh. because and I have a perfect excuse right I I just had an opening and all that but I really wanted to see a couple of the friends that that were performing and <clears throat> and I haven't done that in a long time man I had a, an amazing time it was just I was just there for like 30 40 minutes but it was a blast and it felt really good to know that Chip was happy to see me. That Op was happy to see me. That uh, the friends that were there to see them and support them, we were all there together for the same reason. To support this culture in San Jose. And it looked great. It looked, anybody that would have walked into that room would have been like, these guys are having a great time. These guys know how to put together a show. And that's, right? Mm-hmm. And I would like to, you know, put, apply that to everything, to art, to everyone supporting each other. If you're not going to support another person, um, you know, don't knock them down. Cause at, so there's a lack of support in, in the community. I think sometimes we can lack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Out of the basis. not a matter to point a finger. Because, uh-huh. like I said, guilty as charged, you know, and it's just a matter of growing and and learning, trying to become this business oriented person. Because I didn't go to school for business. I didn't have a. I don't have a degree in business. You know. No. Oh, well, you know, you, you don't need a degree to have a business. Unless I, you and no, I think history has <laughs> definitely proven that. Yeah. Um, one of the. You you know and to get back to your to your um, influence question, uh, yeah. I think not necessarily in art, 
um, can I point somebody out? But I think Russell Simmons is one amazing entrepreneur, whatever you want to call him. He's a businessman, like, mm-hmm. and he came from you know music, the music yeah. industry, and and the hood. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Simmons, Jay Z, man, you know all the, and and a lot of people um, are doing amazing things for San Jose and I think the more we do the better mm-hmm. um, it's hard to make it to everything always but mm-hmm. that, that's that's what's great about a vibrant city there's always something happening yeah um, it doesn't need to be I guess open 24 hours but sometimes I do want to eat past 10 <laughs> yeah you know, um, it's midnight. I'm like, oh, I only have like three options. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go to the ranch over here on. Um, what's it over there on? Uh, two, off the two thirty seven. Two thirty seven. There's all the, the McCarthy eight, Ranch. McCarthy Ranch. No, they're mostly closed. Down oh no, no, ten. Oh, not. I want to say it's another place that I go to. It's Asian food. Oh yes, 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 yes. You know By Ranch ninety nine. By Ranch 99. Yes. That's what we call it. We call it the Ranch the 99 ranch. Plaza. So yeah, yeah. That, it's yeah, a yeah. bunch of restaurants. It's just right there. here. It's really good. That's one option. <laughs> Which reaching the subject is like, you know, you talk about culture in San Jose. I think it's a little difficult to really narrow it down because there is almost so much culture that it can't really be contained under one, gen- you know, category because, mm-hmm. you know, East Side has its Latin roots. Even mm-hmm. in the East Side, there's the Portuguese community. Then there's the Saigon, little Saigon, and then there's... So, so far, people are looking at downtown for the art culture, but I feel like it, it, it's... it's, and it's There's so much more, you know? Yeah. Just, just look a bit beyond, and you got artists in these little communities making their own thing, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I, you know, I've just started in my own little area. You're in Japan town. That's yeah. We're in Japantown. Oh, great location, man! <laughs> Think about the opportunities and the possibilities of that area and the culture behind Japantown and the history it has. Yeah, you know. I'm gonna start tapping a lot more into that as well. Um, I think some really cool art shows could could come out of that, and um, I think I've been lacking on that on the curatorial maybe end, just. Um, but it's something, you know, something that obviously I was missing, and now it's always a work in progress. And like, you know, I plan to bring a little bit more, and, and it's and something to look forward to now. Hmm. Um, but you're right, and, and it's and what I what I meant in culture is arts culture, whatever it is, whether it's performing arts, whether it's. Hmm. Um, How would you describe it right now, and as if it was five, ten years ago? It's booming. Booming. It's kind of booming. It's going up. Yeah. It's always something to do. It's like four mm-hmm. or five things to do. I think there must have been three other shows going on, three other exhibitions last night. Uh, luckily, ours are still well attended, and uh, a lot of families come out, a lot of kids, man, pets, everything. We we are open to everyone coming out. Um, and... Uh, <clears throat> I think San Jose um, has great potential to be, you know, uh, just also just a, a go-to destination for arts as well. I want to, you know, for me, it's not a matter of just doing 
mural work in in one area mm-hmm. you know and that's part of just that's part of my kind of my, my background you don't just do your your graph in one area you go everywhere you don't just tag one block you tag all the blocks you go to all city you know <laughs> and 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 but and it's not only that it's a lot of the areas that are close to me which is in the east which is in the south places i grew up like we need art in those in those areas um so you know it would be just nice to continue to contribute Mm -hmm. to the neighborhoods to the communities to the people like that's one thing that i learned um working with my 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 buddy will moran another local artist i mean that dude's taught me so i've learned so much from him um and like he really kind of opened my eyes to like being a community based artist you know and when uh, we're out there working it's like unless you have a lot of money that's the way to you gotta go I mean this whole self made uh, myth I don't believe in I don't believe in any person in the art creative field being told they're self made because they need the community as much as they're part of the community it's like you said you went to the rap uh, thing and you're supporting each other, the community. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And and I think that's something a lot of creative people, whether it's comedy, whether it's music, forget is that to really help yourself, you need to help others as well. Big be community. there for them because they're gonna be there for you. Yeah. And that's what you know. It's at the end of the day, that's what's important, right? I mean, money is what it is, but you know, if it's it's that human interaction that you got to deal with. Instead of like, oh, I did this all myself. I don't need none of you guys. It's bullshit. It's like, yeah. then wh- why are you doing this if it's not yeah. for the community? Especially in art where you're, it's exposed for the, the public. It's like, why else are you doing it? Right. It's for the public. It's for the community. Yeah. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> and it feels good. Like, you get to see people who, who normally walk by, you know what I mean? Just go about their day and they're like, there's nothing there but when when they're like just take the time to look at it and they give you the a compliment and sometimes it's not even so much the compliment it's just having the, the expression in their faces yeah you know the awe yeah that's like that's the gold you know and um and that and you're right, you know. On 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 that that note too. For, I just recently with a friend of mine. That there's something I wanted to point out. Being kind of like in the spotlight, sometimes you have a gallery, and and now you're responsible uh, for representing artists in a in a great way, in a professional way. Now, he just recently is like you know because. Uh, <laughs> I try to stay low key, and a fr- few friends of mine. But sometimes, man, I'm so mad. Hmm. Sometimes, I, you know, I'm all, I'm human, man. And but I have to, I have have to, and I have been learning to just cool it, you know, and not be so, not rage. And that was the easy thing for me to do when growing up. You know what I mean? And that's something that I've always had to work on myself. Temper, you got a temper. Temper, but it's not, it's not like a crazy like temper like that either but and and i think it's sometimes because i say i I, you know i do know that i am 
uh, I do I am patient you know and and it's just a matter of like where you take my patience hmm. and so and and that's also people are only human I guess right huh? so he's like you know Carlos you're you, you have this business now and you know sometimes I worry about you you know like you need to you know in a way he's like as your friend sometimes I don't know where you're at and like how you expect it sometimes I'll, I'll rant I'll, I'll you know just lose it and and that's part of like me learning as well like you know learning like okay uh, like dude take a take a deep breath you know and it's not it's not that that big of a deal you know nothing really ever is and and so it's it's also because I feel like not he was right he pointed out that I have a responsibility I have this responsibility and now being a, a growing uh, you know gallery as an artist and whatnot he's like I, I want he wants me to succeed and to be successful you know and and he's only just giving me great advice and, and mentoring me so I think that's part of like being out there in the community too like you know now I can't just be like you know F this F that F bomb everything and like just explode yeah because somebody's out there listening somebody out there is looking at me in a different perspective you know although as much as normal as just I just want to be Carlos and I you know yeah I, I had that dilemma myself I was running a com- comedy open mic mm-hmm. in uh, in Cafe Friscati and for me I was like alright just me and my friends trying to do stand up comedy and having fun and it wasn't one day where someone got offended and she says well you know you're you're basically a community leader right now you're running a show for the public mm-hmm. and I was like fuck that's your responsibility to be called a community leader you know yeah. and I had a dilemma I was like well, you know fuck them I just want to be me I just want to be me and be <laughs> funny right but it's like but then there's that other side of the coin is like yeah and you it's know it's a responsibility it's, yeah yeah and it, 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 it and for me it was scary I think anything we spo- responsibility I get scared of you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, of course uh, the know, last thing we want to do is yeah. be responsible probably and I do catch myself that scenario it's like you know what I should rant but I, I, I really want to but maybe it's not the best option you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. uh, I think recently um, uh, I'm a film student at SJSU and I have my own opinions about film and, and all that stuff and recently there's a it's called CMF mm-hmm. it's College Movie Fest and I really d- didn't submit anything to it but a lot of my friends went in, 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 to the festival so mm-hmm. and the festival happened at San Jose State and I was like okay I should go there and support them right support my, my fellow friends film friends and I got there and I just and the way they constructed it at the university where it was red carpet uh, disco everywhere uh super frat it was like a frat environment was mm-hmm. like for bros and stuff super jolly super and for me I was like no what the fuck is this shit like you know cause for me I take film I view it very differently cause there's people in the world that would die you know trying to go to a, a, a screening of a film to escape you know the harsh realities so I, I I just see it differently and for them to be like you know everything's jolly and good frats 
here, bro. The, the environment pissed me off. And I was like, you know what? I know if I go in there, I'm not going to be happy. Just the way how it's run. Nothing against them. They're having a good time. But me personally. Yeah, yeah. And I walked away. I was so right. you were there, you walked away. I walked away. I just, I just, you know, I just. I've done that. Yeah, and I was like, it's just not my world, no. really. And who am I to be in there and be a, a, a sourpuss about it and just yeah. avoid it? You know what I'm saying? I, I've, I think I've done that, but probably because they were not only did I not want to go in there most likely, but. Maybe they were even charging. So if they're charging a cover, then I'm like, it I makes it even easier. I'm like, I'm not paying $10 for that. Dude, what time I went with my cafe stretch. Like, how much? 80 bucks. I was like, God damn. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. I'm good. I hope it comes with a dinner plate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, that's a, you know, I have a joke about that. I have a joke. A lot of people, when you say you're from Silicon Valley, when you're from San Jose, people assume you have a lot of money to spend because, you know. The, the the reputation because we live here now now ha- <laughs> because of the new reputation of tech people right and I'm like dude people who are born here don't have money it's people that come here to work it's uh, yeah that that's one thing you know like I was telling you on the drive in it's growing San Jose's uh, it's it's growing it's a lot of dead land basically is now it's not mm-hmm. um, I see a whole lot of different people in my neighborhood um, I see a big big change in how how much Indian people live here in Silicon Valley um, it's incredible because just a few a couple years ago I didn't see I mean I'm talking about I'm, you know because they walk in groups mm-hmm. for the most part. I see, I, the most part in my area. I'm not sure if they're going to San Jose State or where they're going or commuting to. But, um, yeah, I've been seeing a huge growth in, in the Indian population. But I think, um, you know, it doesn't scare me. Uh, if anything, I, I'm i for everyone, you know. I'm I'm not against, any, uh, you know, any any anyone moving in or any of that. Um, if anything I think we need to work on just like I said you know working together working together to say hey we live here um, this is our culture this is this is our city San Jose um, welcome and embrace us you know don't just filter us out hmm. um, and I think I think it's important to do that you could see what's happening in San Francisco a lot of people are being filtered out, and it's the, it's the G word, gentrification. Gentrification, um, and you know, for a second, you know, painting these walls, I'm like, you start to think. Uh, yeah, I started seeing in social media how many of the murals and the abandoned buildings, the landmarks that these artists had created with their art. Or being demolished, no, you know, no longer than a year, maybe later after they paint it, and it's because nobody really noticed and the, saw the potential there. That's gotta be heartbreaking. Uh, watching I, your own that's work. my speculation or my uh. theory, I guess. And um, 
and so like for a second you know I, you know someone who's painting walls and doing all this stuff I've started to think about all that and it's kind of like a double-sided coin or whatever I don't know I mean uh, or <laughs> it's it's a coin toss and, and it's like do I not do this because of that and and so do I let something hold me back you know mm-hmm. and um, but I think no matter what if people are going to keep building they just built condos over in Japantown they have a big project coming up in a year and um, there's talks of possibly knocking down a historical building in Japantown was there not? Hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if I know of one. I hope mm. it's not the I hope it's not the Seven Up building, which I call the Seven Up building. <laughs> uh, it's right next to the um, the new uh, uh, old folks' home that they're building right there on Sixth Street. So that whole little area right there, where that parking lot is, where they do the farmers market, mm-hmm. they're going to. Uh, <laughs> put a whole plaza there like with some I don't know a number amount of units and they're gonna um, build a gym for San Jose Taiko which is cool Um, and they're still getting people's feedback Um, if anybody in the community is really wanting to have any kind of effect I guess the best shot you can do is go there and tell them hey well Maybe you should do this. I don't know if I bought it 100% when I see someone who is a businessman and he lives in Portland and he's done projects all over the country, Canada, and they're there telling you, give us ideas because we want your influence. We want you to give us, do I believe it? I'm 50-50, hmm. but it's, again, it's kind of like voting. Do I believe that? Well, first of all, I don't, for, for the record, I don't vote. I'm not allowed to for uh, getting a felony for graffiti. Oh, they, oh shit. They take, and they're I, good because. I would figure it would be a misdemeanor, The really? biggest freedom of speech, I think, is is, is that, is graph, and they, they're good. Why, why? Give that rebel the freedom to <laughs> What's the, the, story the right to vote. What's the story behind that? You just got caught too many times, or just one prick judge who's like, no, it's if you have a certain X amount of dollars that they damage and all oh, that, then that's right. It's considered a felony, and here in in what, what, Santa what, Clara County, that's yeah. that was the penalty. What was it that in ninety nine? What in nineteen? What was it that you supposedly damaged, allegedly? Oh, um, uh, like a block because I, I, I was under the influence and totally drunk and lost sight of like what I was, I was just, just went for it. <laughs> <laughs> the entire Pretty, block? They, like from one block to another and. Was it houses or was it businesses? It was just little stuff, you know. Little stuff. I, ne- I never like really. I say never, but um, just kind of like you know, industrial, you know, boxes that are everywhere, kind of thing. Like, Damn, you know, that sucks, man. Yeah, but that wasn't what got it. What it was is that 
me and a buddy of mine had done a truck that had like, had like a 20 foot bed okay uh-huh. and it was parked right where they'd sell the pumpkins over there maybe shouldn't be so specific is i don't know who, who would listen but this is a 99 they were back then and yeah. um and uh so me me and my buddy why well, hey we were painting this this truck 24 bed we got it done we were mission mission completed what did you paint but, it as huh what did you paint it as what do you mean oh did you did you, did you paint a specific color oh man i can't even remember it was just I don't know, I just remember okay. I went from one corner to the other right and and that was what 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 happened was that so because it got painted they moved the truck and moved it on the street that I was on and so it was a double whammy uh-huh I what that what they really didn't necessarily see me do the truck but they they did the name and they cross-referenced and did their little investigative work Wow, uh-huh. and they put you know they they put the <laughs> two you know they put it together yeah, and so I went in with a double charge or whatever. Oh man, uh-huh. so bad. So yeah. Anyway, but um, uh, we were discussing uh, outside influences trying mm-hmm. to have artists work for them, right? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of lost it, to be honest with you. Oh, it's okay. Uh, what's your creative process like? How do you go from here, your your mind, to paper? Is this... Does paper, that make sense? Um, my creative process? Well, really, I just... I like to be I like to be alone, to be honest with you. Any little thing will distract me. Um, sometimes, like... I'll put it on a movie. I love movies. I was looking at your uh, collection up there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and this is the knowledge room. DVDs, books. I love it. Music. Man. It's a studio, you know. It's awesome. It's a working space. Uh-huh. And uh, so I like movies, and I'll watch the same movie a hundred times, dude. I'm horrible like that. And but it's I don't know why. It just sometimes I'll just it's like the for instance, uh, the soundtrack to the movie—gee, hmm, can't remember now. It come back to me, but movies are like—I learned a lot from somehow. Like I try to learn from from things that I would spend time on. You know what I mean? I think because the lack of sticking around a school. Uh, you know, I like to think that I, I do love learning. It's just a matter of what I'm learning. Up until recent, I've been seeing a lot more on social media about how the education system was a big lie mm-hmm. and, and when it comes to history. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like, I'm kind of glad that I just took off in a way because I, a lot of that, I was not buying it all this other I was like why do I need to read this shit like mm-hmm. and and it, it definitely something else is what pulled me and just wanting to be free and not go to school and just kind of you know hang out was my thing um and so I dropped out I was only around like freshman year 
but you know, I try to like watch document. Anytime that that I get like into something, like I I'll get really deep into something, like just if 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 I if I you know catches my attention or something. Um, and so like, and the reason I one of the things I like to say that I learned from cinema. Uh, whether it's called cinema, I'm sorry. Hopefully, I'm not no. offending the, yeah. the culture as well. Because call it what you want, man. Um, it is what it is. But and what I mean is like movies, like <laughs> old Eddie Murphy movies, like uh, uh, Trading Places or or uh, Coming to America. Yeah, uh, I love movies like Boys in the Hood, Menace to Society. All those movies, Colors, uh, The Warriors. You know, those oh, yeah. are movies that I could watch unlimited amount of times. If I turn the TV on. I might my, my go to is Seinfeld or um or a movie. And and if I've seen the movie A League of Their Own, whatever, you know. Hey, great fucking movie, man. Yeah. A League of it's Their not, Own. I grew up on that movie. You know what you know yeah. what, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you know what I mean? It goes from Boys in the Hood to a League of Their Own. Yeah. Like and that's how diverse is that? There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah, exactly. And, and I th- what do you learn from that? Right. You learn yeah. that there was, that, that was history. That mm-hmm. was real history. Right. Based on true events, I believe. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fictional narrative, but the events, okay. yes. Yeah. yeah. I right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Still, I wouldn't have known that. Mm. So, um, and going to big cities like um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know that scene when they're driving the dad's Friday big city, here I come. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I I'm not sure who sings that song, but um, radical radical song. Love the scene. You see the city, the big city. You know, yeah. Chicago. Um, it's amazing how you watch films and also take in the music as part of the experience yeah and the other other filmmaker that i've seen that i've heard uh say something similar to that is martin scorsese uh scorsese did um uh god why is it fleeting casino he did the goodfellas oh yeah yeah uh he, he did raging bull I'm not sure if these I titles. I haven't seen that one. Oh, I have it. I'll let you borrow it. Wait, Raging Bull's the one with uh, Robert De Niro. Oh yeah, I did. yeah, yeah. I did see that. But point is, is that he sees, uh, he he incorporates when writing or when work on the film, music as well. And I saw in the interview where he's like, "Do you go back and look at your film?" And he goes, "No, I don't. But if I do, it's because of the music." You know what I'm saying? He's like, for him, the memory of a scene is more has to do with the soundtrack he put in. Very true, very true. And it's fascinating that hearing you say that. Well, and and it comes back to you asking me, um, what element do I get in when I draw, when I when I create? Mm-hmm. And it's that element sometimes because I want to listen to music, but I also want to watch TV. But I have to draw. <laughs> You're multitasking. Yeah. I want to watch TV and I want to draw, but I can't. And the reason sometimes I think for watching TV is because I've had to work for the most part of my life. And and um, you go home, you kick your shoes off, right? Yeah. And you watch TV. So that's when you know you kind of like, I'm, me mentally, I guess that's, I know when I'm relaxing. Yeah. And like you said, you put, if you know the movie well enough, 
And you know the scene in the song? Mm-hmm. Like I, I was just describing, in a way, I'm watching it. Yeah. And so that's the, that's the element I get in. What line of work were you in before? Um, before, well, I'm still working, still working um, the day job. Uh, hopefully my boss is not going to listen to this, but I'm looking forward to quit. I'm looking to, <laughs> to put in my two-month uh, notice. I need to uh, figure out a two-month uh, notice. Two-week notice? Two months. Two I'm months. gonna give him a couple because I'm gonna give myself some time. But yeah. I think um, what, what line I of work? Start. You can't say specifically what it is, but like, what do you do? Um, I'm in retail. Retail paint, paint oh, industry, paint industry, in the paint industry. So huh. I've been in this industry for going on, I think, 15 years. Wow. And I painted my first house when I was 17 years old this guy hired me i was working at a hardware shop winchester hardware in campbell uh that's gone and once i was gonna leave my job there this local startup tech guy hired me to start working on his house Hmm. i was 17 man and i got to stripping the whole house and getting it all prepped up to paint and I've been in that industry for a long time, and I love paint. You could imagine that. It's always been a blessing to be working in the paint industry. I enjoy it. I don't enjoy that right now I'm, I suffer from the lack of time to be able to invest into what I love now. Mm. What I love now is the art industry and what I'm doing. Um, I want to be a full-time artist to create. It's funny that we're you know you're asking me about my creative process and all that and in the back of my mind I'm thinking well man I hardly have time to work on my own art Uh, with curating the shows you know running the gallery um, there's only so much so much time I have and to get in my own my own element to be able to have that time to create has been um, it's been really tough so I want to free myself from having to, to go to the nine to five because when I'm there, I do my job, man. And, and I enjoy it, dude. Like people are, you know, I learned it wasn't always fun. Yeah. But I learned that again, like, you know, if I'm going to say I was going to stick around there, I might as well make sure that I'm going to like it. And if I wasn't doing art, I would be fine being in the paint industry. I don't think I'd want to be doing anything else. I could do a desk job, I guess, or pro- uh, project management. But um, having those skills, I'd rather apply those skills to to the art, to everything that we've been doing with mural projects and the art gallery. Yeah. Um, it's like you said before, man. Sometimes you got to work for that goal to put that food on your plate. You know, and it's just a matter. Yeah, dude. It, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. going back to back in Peru, <laughs> they're artistic. The tour guide, I'm sure he loves tour, you know, doing the tours, but. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm like, I yeah. would ask him to, I'm like, yeah. you know. If you had a choice, all, what would my choice I, I asked do? him, I'm all, you know, I said, you know, I'm like, does it bother you that, you know, you have to do this all the time? And he's like, he's like, no, you know, he's like, we all have to do something, right? Uh-huh. He's all, and I'm going to do something I like. I like this. I like doing this. He's mm-hmm. all, I went, I studied it, um, and I keep learning, 
and he was just so knowledgeable man so knowledgeable um i felt like it was a blessing to to it was kind of like you know i'm very uh <laughs> i don't know what you want to call that but i believe in this universe and i believe that that the the universe connects us you know that we have there's a energy out there i walked by this event one time we i was all day event south bay expo was in at the santa clara fairgrounds and um it was a really cool event and there was someone there from the radio station a young lady she's like i mean i don't know if she maybe she dropped acid or anything but she was just like and i shouldn't say that because it could be totally off but she seemed completely normal but and the reason i said that is because she's like man you have great energy he's like she's like I don't I feel know. your energy. Yeah, yeah, straight up, and and it's kind of weird to get. And I know people that that have that do that. My my uh, a mentor of mine, um, he's he's very much like that. You know, he's he'll tell you straight up, it's like, oh, you got good energy and this and that, and um, and it's 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 crazy because I'm like, well, like, for what reason? I'm not sure, but. That's kind of cool. Like I feel like, I feel like we're we're meant to, destined to, to to meet mm. certain people. That's fate. Why I'm here. You fate. Be, are you a big believer in destiny? Yeah, I'm fate, and my mom raised me Catholic, um, but I'm not a big religious guy. Mm-hmm. I think the last time I went to church was for a wedding. I don't remember when. Um, and uh, but fate and and all that good stuff like yeah it's always kind of been something for me to, I believe in it because you know it's something when I when I imagine something and then it happens I, I then you know then you put the fact that it was destined to happen right is that a notion you apply to your art where this piece I've just created was meant to happen, to be created? Well, if, if, uh, if I'm imagining it and I'm, yeah. and I'm, and I'm creating it, then, and it comes out the way I wanted it, then I, you could say that. Right. I mean, it's like, again, uh, whatever it is, the creation of the universe, you know, it's, it's like art. Art seems so spontaneous, but at the same time, it's not. Sometimes, like, is there some kind of a, a design in this universe that has pushed you, this entity, to create this? I, I believe. Just like I this, believe so. Just like there's so many other creations in the universe, other planets, yeah. other molecules, other other elements. Well, and for me, the ancient history, ancient civilizations, you see uh, Egyptians did hieroglyphics. They did, you know... All the art that you see uh, in a lot of these monuments, like, that's how I feel when I create something. I feel that I'm just, because it's all coming from from here. And if I use maybe something like a human or, for instance, I wanted to do a horse, then I'll look at the horse, but I'm technically creating it with my design. And... It's like your interpretation of this horse. Yeah, it's a different interpretation, and it's mine. 
And from that interpretation, then once it, and if it gets there, I'm like, well, where did it, you know? And how do I explain this? And that's another thing that like now, you know, again, I think, I think um, somehow we have these genes, this, I have something in my brain, in my, whatever you, my soul mm-hmm. that I feel connected to all these ancient civilizations that and that has been a struggle for me because at first I'm like oh, I'm just painting like a caveman and like like not so like I just basically I feel like my creative process was just so freestyle like so me so like just you know oh I just came up with this but as as I, I'm growing and I feel like once it's done and and some of the pieces that I've created some of my sketch work I'm like I feel like this connects me to something something from the past something universal do you believe in past lives oh yeah do, what I do mean you, I'm not sure how to define it but where do you feel you were in your past life if you did have one it's a hypothetical hmm. question of course where would I be yeah. or what would I have done or like if I where would you best would like to think of yourself if you had a past life yeah, well, you know, it's actually now that I kind of understand the question more, because I, I have a weird one myself. Well, and it's funny because I did used to think, man, I used, I wish I was a you know a kid from the fifties, mm. kind of like I wish I lived in, in the past and those in the good old days they say, right? But then you think, then at now where I'm at now, I'm like, well. <sighs> Like, there is also a lot of events, a lot of poverty, a lot of suffering then as well. And I think it doesn't matter which generation, which century, what, you know, suffering is always there. And and I think I used to imagine or have this when I did think, oh, about a past life, maybe it was probably maybe just thinking that things would have been a lot easier you know but life isn't easy that's just the that's just the bottom line um and we have to learn how to make it easy for ourselves and not kill ourselves with the dumbest shit you know like there's so much there and that's one thing that i always try to remember as well and that's kind of one, one of the reasons my buddy pat was like think of think think like before you just explode because someone you know and and without him saying like now i reflect on it like there's always somebody that has it a lot tougher man someone's always that's you know and yeah sometimes we want to have that you know we want that sympathetic or that sympathy for ourselves i guess and in a way we want to to have a, a a neutralizer something to help you you know uh, numb the pain or whatever but i always try to like remember like you know no matter i when i was younger i used to daydream like a motherfucker dude like before i would go to bed i would just sit there and think like oh 
I want to be famous and I want to be on a rock stage one day and like had these crazy like it was really like I still remember those days like I would just lay there in bed and be like oh and then like that girl would like this girl I had a crush on would see me and it's like it's like the most dumb stuff but but was like I telling myself like that in some way I knew that so not so much my past life but what my life was in the future in the future and like I think I think the best way to live on this planet is to embrace where we're at right now what we have because maybe we're we're helping something you know like maybe we're helping the past and the future hmm. so you know like um and i think it's just part of me the growing i think like just a lot of things um man like i just left home i think i was six 14 or yeah i was 14 i left my house my mom and i got in a fight and hmm. My brothers had an apartment or something. And I just like it was easy for me to just be like, "All right, mom, bye," you know. And then I never really went back. I think I went to stay with her for a year, under less than a year in Sacramento. Um, some time ago, like over, I don't know, whatever. But um, so you know, like knowing that, I think. Uh, I think it's important to like really be be aware of 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 our environments. You can't help the world as much as you want. You know that was another thing. Uh, you know, um, knowing that that there's hunger, knowing that there's poverty, knowing how people are wealthy. Like that stuff is it's never ending. It's never ending. You have this Trump guy and all these politics going on right now. And and that's our present, right? Mm -hmm. Those are things that are... Hopefully not our future, but yeah, it's definitely yeah, our present. Yeah. And, and it's... I You know, a, a co-worker of mine is like young, aspiring politician, you know. He really is really into politics. That's what he's going to school for. Um, says he wants to be a public servant, and um, but he's a Republican, straight up. But he's a Republican. <laughs> but he's a Republican, and yeah. um, straight up, let's let's us gives it to us all day about how he just loves the Republican Party and how it's just. And I never really, to be honest with you, politics are not my not my deal and but it's interesting it, but because it's not my deal it doesn't mean that I'm not aware mm -hmm. you know and I think again like whether we can vote or not whether we can um, actually make a change um, we could start at least just knowing some of the issues and then maybe be you know be uh, of help and in any way if you're aware of something and somebody doesn't know it but you somehow know this information 
And just by you knowing this information and you relate it to the person who, who is looking for that, I've learned that. Sometimes that's how you can piece things together and not so much be in the spotlight. Like it's not about, for me, it's not that sometimes. It's more like knowing like, yeah, I had something to maybe do with that. And all I had to do was do a referral or what have you. Um, make a suggestion, whatever. And that that that's that's very rewarding. I think um, and I guess that's just helping mm. right um, I learned that too from you know I, I like I said I, I'm I'm growing from this this guy I was you know to becoming this this man um, <laughs> uh, responsible for for artists and 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 um, it's kind of it's it's it feels good. It feels good to it's quite a journey. It feels good to really uh, yeah. take a moment to kind of reflect on on the journey at, mm -hmm. so far. I really appreciate you having me here for, uh, for <laughs> this. No, I appreciate you being here. Uh, this is you passed the one hour mark, so we started closing down by now. Cool. Uh, where can people find your stuff, Juan Carlos? Well, my art. Oh, well, in general, I guess you could find um, Empire Seven Studios is the gallery name uh we have empire7studios.com uh, our instagram is the word empire the number seven and the word studios and we're on facebook twitter twitter has the same uh the number seven mm -hmm. and uh yeah uh I haven't even made a, a website for my art and all that, but let's see what 20, uh, yeah. 2016 brings us. Hopefully I get to, to be able to do more work. Well, what's the latest exhibition? Exhibition? Yeah, thank you. Exhibition? Yeah, Expo or... What's currently happening I like at a, Empire I Seven like Studios? I like in Latinos, they, they call it obra. La obra. La obra. Yeah. Um, what's current right now is uh, Chris Gonzalez, Christopher Gonzalez, a local-based artist from Humble Beginnings Tattoo. Uh, he's a tattoo artist by trade and uh, one amazing painter. He paints like, you know, again, we're talking about these old souls, you know, and, and I feel like he's just like one of those old masters. Uh, but, of course, he's painting the present. So mm -hmm. um, beautiful show, very, very well put. He put his heart into it, and it shows. Um, I love that you give someone a date, and, and when when they bring bring it, it shows. Yeah. And it's on from now till. It's on now till I believe November six. So we had to push it back a little bit. We're usually second Fridays in mm. Japantown, and um, I. I'm also uh, one thing we didn't get to talk about was a few things that um, few more projects coming out, but we are definitely looking to activate the Japantown Second Friday Art Walk with more galleries. Fascinating. Uh, yeah. Sofa District has first Fridays. Japantown have second Fridays. Like, of course, and and that's all because uh, what kind of ass would I be just doing it on a first Friday? Like it yeah. just wouldn't. It doesn't work because I'm just too far. Yeah. Uh, not so much because it doesn't, you know, work, but it's just 
you know, we have something to do on the first Fridays now. And now we have something to do on second Friday. Yeah. I think bike parties on the third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bike party the third Friday. The third Friday. So and, it's always something and, to do. <laughs> and on the fourth Friday, for, uh, on the fourth Friday, we will all rise again. <laughs> there you go. Amen. There you go. Thank you for coming today, Juan Carlos. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Uh, in, My pleasure. And I'll definitely stop by. Yeah, and Empire Seven Studios is located on Seventh Street. Set on Empire and Seventh. Yeah, on uh, the cross street, Empire and Seventh Street. Mm-hmm. Seventh yeah. and Empire. Uh, north side, North Seventh Street, and uh, Empire Street. Yeah, that's does come the name Empire Seven Studios. Thank you once again for coming along. <laughs>